Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, physical sensations, uh, changes in time, temperature, uh, th- you know, thinking stuff. That's uh, like sometimes unpredictable stuff. These are the things that keep me awake. Thoughts, waking up, uh, dreams where I'm repetitively doing things that I'm stressed, already anxious about during the day. That's another, I don't like, uh, whatever's keeping you awake. That's what's important. Who, who am I kidding? I'm glad you're here. I've created this, uh, carved out this little space here to help you. Thanks for listening. And what I'm going to do for you is just send my voice across the deep, dark night. Use these lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, tangents. Uh, I'm going to try to take the pressure off of bedtime. That's really what I'm going to do or attempt. To, uh, I'm going to try to do it and bring some lightheartedness. Uh, if you're new, uh, here's how the podcast works. Uh, first few minutes are business. That's how we keep the show and all the archives free. Uh, then there's an intro, which we've just begun. Welcome. It's a show within a show. Uh, best way to listen to it, in my opinion, is part of your bre- bedtime prep routine or your bedtime routine. Uh, that is a part of my bedtime routine once a week is that I almost always forget. Actually, every other week, you talk about going on a tangent, is my bedtime routine, which is bedtime, time to make the bread, the no-need bread. And oddly enough, tonight we won't be talking about bread. We'll be talking about recipes. It's a real-time recipe episode. But, uh, uh, you know, the, the intro is where I try to explain how the podcast is made, the recipe for the podcast. But but I, it's like, uh, it is like a dream when you're trying to read something in a dream. Even though this is, I'm awake. Uh, when I try to describe the podcast, it's like trying to read in a dream when you say, I can't quite make those words out. Are those tomorrow's winning lottery numbers? Because I can't see what they say, like in a dream. I I don't know if that happens to anybody. Is that the map to the treasure? Is that that phone number, the fake phone number I got, uh, the real version of it? Is it a, but it's always like you can't quite read it. That's kind of like when I sit down, I say, hmm, how's that podcast I make? And I've been making for four and a half years, uh, 600. Uh, How's that work? Hmm. Good question, Scoots. Uh, uh, anyway, look at that bird flying outside. Isn't that nice? Uh, so it's like a, I, I've spent every episode, like it's a like a show within a show, because I try to explain what the podcast is. I demonstrate why, I, in, in reality, I just demonstrate why I'm qualified to make a podcast to put people to sleep and go like uh, try to make you feel welcome. So that's the intro. But yeah, you can listen to it when you're getting ready for bed. As you're easing into bed, uh, some listeners uh, use it to call their pets in, and uh, some people skip the intros, whatever works for you. Some people listen during the day, like while they're doing some repetitive task or to, to, to ri- try to relax. Uh, intro's good for that, I think. Uh, so those are always, so that's the intro, about 12 minutes or so. Then uh, there'll be uh, a little more business, uh, keep the show going. And then tonight we'll have a real-time recipe, and where it'll be like a cooking show, but in real, like almost real time, with some podcast magic mixed in. There must have been some magic in that old microphone Scoots found, because uh, when he put it near his face, he began to to to, to drain the lulls around. The lulls began to, you know, abound. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that. That'll be the legend of Scoots, uh, uh, playing every night in my mind. Uh, but the whole goal of the podcast is to take the pressure off of bedtime, and much like we'll be talking about pressure cooking this evening, uh, in that lovely pressure cooker that was on everyone's 2017 wish list. Uh, uh, much like that, we, like uh, it can feel like bedtime. Well, this podcast. Oh, let me. Sorry, new listeners. I'm I'm getting ahead of myself there. I'm already. Uh, uh, like uh, so. There's an intro, the episode, and then the thank yous. 
And if you're new, there's no, you don't need to listen to this podcast. You can listen. Uh, you can listen for a few minutes. You can listen for a few hours. You can pay attention and then slowly be distracted and drift off, or you could lower the volume. So I'm just a voice, uh, uh, murmuring, whatever works. Uh, uh, so the spy kiss is here to, to, to take your mind off stuff and to keep you company. Uh, but you're under no requirement, like no pop quiz. Cause I, you'll say, what did I, what did I talk about in the last episode? Seriously, fill me in. And the regular listener would say, Hmm, uh, Instapot came up for sure. Uh, cause you're, t- you know, you, I know that you, uh, you hold that Instapot like it's a stuffed animal. I can picture that, uh. I don't know what you talked about. Maybe that was something I dreamed about. Oh, you were trying to read the, the label on it, I think, in a dream, and you couldn't make out the, your own handwriting. You had replaced all the buttons with the handwritten buttons, and you could no longer use it. I think that was what you talked about. Uh, so you don't need to listen to me, but you're also under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for an hour to keep you company. And I make this show not just to put people to sleep, but, but, but to be your companion in the darkness of the night, uh, it, to be there, or if you wake up in the middle of the evening, or if it's the middle of the day, and you just you brought, uh, close the blinds and put on your eye mask, uh, I'm here with the spirit of the night uh, to cloak you or whatever. So I'll be here for the I'll be here giving it my all the whole time, uh, whether you're awake or you're asleep, because uh, I really want to help. I've been there, tossing and turning. Uh, just last night, so woke up at uh, 11.30, woke up at 2.30, woke up at 4.30, woke up at 5.30. I said, well, well, well. so I'm here to help. Uh, and really, uh, the podcast is a bit goofy uh, or more uh, because, uh, yeah, like I said, I want to, uh, I know how serious he can feel. And you say, man, I just want to get a decent night's sleep here. And you deserve it. That's really, really, truly what I believe. I want you to be able to go out there in the world and flourish. Or at least not just have a crappy day where you say, man, what a head, like I had that low grade head, not even a headache. It's just just a, a, I'm here for you because I don't want to, like, we'll be talking about the pressure cooker in the back third of the episode. Uh, but I don't want bedtime to feel that way. I don't want to feel serious uh, for you. Or if I can come in and circumvent any of that, uh, just like my sweet, sweet pressure cooker where I turn it and it's, it's the, the steam vents out of it. Uh, and I, go, I, say, I make the Pillsbury Doughboy sound when that happens. I say, goo, 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 like, I, I don't know, uh, Whatever it is, I'd like to keep you company to take your mind off stuff. So tonight we'll be doing uh, a visit Trader Joe's and talk about pressure. Like this may be the last one I do uh, TJ's related just because they don't, uh, I don't know. So if you re- if you want more of this content down the road, I may, I don't know if I'll keep doing these unless uh, uh, either I'll put it as a bonus or if if we put pressure on them, say, hey, support some podcasts already. What the heck? Most podcasters uh, that are named Scooter as their pseudonym shop at Trader Joe's and spend, like, money there. And they promise to make keep making impulse buys uh, that they not necessarily a good idea. Uh, so why don't you support some podcasts, sponsor some podcasts, because uh, I don't know. So, uh, but, but uh yeah, so we'll visit Trader Joe's. We'll we'll cook a little dish, uh, and uh, you know, cook up some a bedtime special. And the special person, and this might sound trite, is you. Uh, I'm here to help. Now, this podcast doesn't work for everybody because it is a little bit different. Uh, but most listeners say, give it a few tries, see if it works, and uh, you know, try to imagine me there with a kitchen appliance, uh, snuggled up, uh, swaddled in a moving blanket, saying, hey, it could be your blender in a rock, you know, saying rock by blender, uh, you know, it, 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 with the smoothie when you spin, uh, you know, like uh, I'm here to comfort you, whether it's a, I don't know how I got on appliances, the whole pressure cooker thing took me off, uh, and that I was dreaming of a pressure cooker. 
But I guess for me, it can feel like my thoughts are like building and building and building. And then I say, well, somebody might say, well, just stop thinking. They say, well, I just can't really do that. Uh, if I could do that, if I could just make myself go sleep, go to sleep, I could. And for you, it might be something different. It could be something you're dealing with, or it could be something physical that's coming up for you. It could just be you're out of town or someone you really care about is out of town. Whatever it is, uh, tonight I'm here for you. I'm here to try to help, uh, to be your boar friend, your boar bae, your boar cuz, your boar sib, your boar bestie. You know, if we're in San Diego, I'll be your boar bruh. Whatever it is, uh, I'm here to try to help. Because uh, I really have a sympathy for you. And I really, truly believe you deserve a good night's sleep. Uh, so I want to thank you for stopping by, giving the show uh, a shot. And I really yearn and hope to help you fall asleep. Uh, thanks. Uh, hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep. Well, welcome. It's a Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed and turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, you know, travel, somebody else is out of town. Uh, You're feeling under the weather, uh, which I have been on and off uh, lately. Now, by by the time you hear this, I'll be doing great, uh, because I'm already on the upswing when I'm recording this. Uh, But, uh, like, if if you're feeling down, whatever's keeping you awake, uh, tossing and turning, mind racing, uh, trouble, you know, those are the general, generalized versions of it, uh... I'm going to try to take your mind off stuff. The way I'm going to do it is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use these lulling, lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, metaphors that don't go anywhere. Metaphors, uh, like if I was Dak Brown, and I'd say metaphors, uh, what's a metaphor, what, what is a metaphor and how do you use it? Uh, is it anything like a simile? Uh, hardy har har. You know, be just like now, I'd be the only one laughing. Uh, and they say, Marty, man, uh, what's up? What's up with the? Make some coffee or something with your orange jacket. Those are all references to a nineteen eighties movie, uh, but Back to the Future, but the very end of it. Uh, but I, you know, like, uh, sometimes your mind wants to go back in time and keep you awake about, uh, stuff. That's might be another reason that's you're keeping up. But this podcast, uh, is meant to take your mind off stuff, keep you company. If you're new, thanks for stopping by. Uh, structurally, uh, the show's like, uh, like may, may, maybe it's been changing a little bit, but basically the structure show starts off with business and, uh, sponsors that's how we keep the show and all the archives free uh then we have an intro that's about 12 minutes uh and the intro is where i kind of explain what the podcast is and go off topic and try to you know play like say well is is a metaphor anything like like is plato can i make plato can i treat a metaphor like plato yeah, because I'm thinking about a metaphor about under the weather, and uh, so I come back to that. So that's the intro. It's about 12 minutes. Some listeners skip it. Some listeners get ready for bed. Some listeners fall asleep during the intro. Uh, the intro is content. It's just uh, content to keep you content, if you don't mind me trademarking that phrase, if I remember. Uh, sleep with me intro. Good for bombing your feet, uh, gathering your pets. Uh, falling asleep, uh, brush, brushing your teeth, uh, bombing your elbows, your knees. Uh, yeah, I guess you could be- bomb your head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Uh, yeah, that would be a good bedtime routine. And the only problem with bombing your head, I mean, I mean B-A-L-M, by the way. Uh, hawks in the audience. I know there's so many, so many of you. Uh but the problem with bombing your head is that uh, 
It's uh, like, you know, I'm just picturing, like, you know, making sound effects uh, is uh, you can grease your pillow. And I guess it depends on, uh, you know, how much you spend on, like, a pillowcase is, uh, I guess if you want to bomb your head, it's your business. Uh, It's something your grandmother might say in a different tone. If you want to bomb your head, it's your business, uh, Mr. Mr. Hawk. Anyway, how did I get off topic? I was going to talk about being under the weather. So that's uh, the intro. Oh, structurally, the show, I got off topic. You're talking about structure. Then there's going to be a bedtime story. Uh, tonight, it's our episodic modular series. Uh, uh, very comforting and soothing Uh uh, that takes place uh, on a theme park ride or within a theme park attraction. And then we'll have some thank yous at the end. So that's the structure of the show. And uh, what to expect. Well, here's the things you can expect. You don't need to listen. Expect me to, you know, we get mixed up and stuff. Uh, uh, you're under no pressure to listen and no pressure to fall asleep. The podcast is here to keep you company. And to take your mind off of whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, so for some listeners, a large portion, you know, will walk side by side with me chattering on, prattling on, meandering on, and you'll drift off into dreamland. But some other listeners, you know, maybe you're waking up in the middle of the night or maybe you just can't sleep. I'll be here. I'll be here till the end uh, for about an hour. And if you need to, you could create a playlist and queue up back-to-back episodes. Uh, so that is what to expect uh, uh, structurally for the show. And I was going to try to make a metaphor about being under the weather. Here's my question, though. Aren't you all, like, here's the thing. Aren't you all, who, who, like, every once in a while I try to figure out what a phrase means. Uh, like, getting your goose or whatever, which I was wrong about. It turns out it's getting your goat. Uh when they, people say you're, you're under the weather, aren't you always technically under the weather unless you're in space? Uh, I mean, I don't mean to pull out a technicality here and the phraseologists of the world, but, uh, I mean, you could say you're under some weather, but then you'd, you'd always, like, I guess if, uh, when they get contrarian with, uh, they say, hey, man, wh- why are you trolling uh, colloquial phrases? And I say, well, that might, that's my new book, uh uh, you know, title pending, the colloquial uh, uh, phrase troller. Actually, maybe that'd be a good graphic novel. Somebody put that down, Gingerbread Press uh, 2028, uh, the colloquial phrase troller or something. I forget. Uh, also, to my imaginary system, look up what colloquial means, please. Uh, and edit all, all, well, too late to edit any of this out. Uh, but here's the thing, you're always under the weather. Uh, you just might not be, I mean, I guess maybe they would the phrase him at when the weather stinks. Uh, uh, you don't want to be under that weather. Uh, but I mean, if the sun says that's weather, right? Clear, we can agree that the weather person would report clear skies as weather. They wouldn't say, okay, we're only reporting bad stuff here. I mean, they say that's the stuff we use the Doppler for in the big teasers before, uh, you know, come back, uh, Wayne Maher here, NWS certified, I got some weather on hand, great weather, unless it's a long weekend, then of course it's a good time to give, uh, I mean, here's the thing, don't do this, but if you're in bed and you're not feeling good and your grandmother comes to visit, you say, oh, are you under the weather? You say, friggin' of course I'm under the weather, uh, unless I'm in orbit, uh, Hey, there's another phrase trolling. I didn't even, sorry, Grandma, I didn't mean to phrase troll you, but uh, uh, it just it just really sticks out to me now. You see, well, yes, I'm always under the weather. Um, it's just like when you say, well, I'm under weather, that sucks. Uh, that's why I'm curled up in my blankets. Uh, I don't know. I never realized. How about, like, I don't know if we can get Oxford and uh, the rest of them, Webster's, uh, uh, I'd love to sneak into that meeting and create some chaos and be like, uh, okay, uh, t- 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 table topic or whatever, uh, point of order uh, I have, uh, here on the agenda, getting rid of uh, the phrase under the weather uh, due to it technically being always true. 
uh, argument for uh, getting rid of it, also presenting as Pythagoras and a few other, you know, logic pros on my side. I don't know who's presenting against keeping it. Uh, Oh, the soup industry. It turns out they're a billion-dollar industry. So it looks like, uh, sorry, Pythagoras, uh, uh, do you know anything about it? Do you know Icarus? I always think, it, I don't know why I would think uh, Icarus could have used you, Pythagoras. Uh, do you know Marty McFly? Okay, sorry, let me get back to the listeners. I'm actually in the middle of a podcast intro. You'll have to excuse me, oh, everyone. Thanks uh, for inviting me. To, is this a symposium? Uh, I'd love to actually be invited as guest next year. We could talk about being under the, anybody feeling under the weather after that. Uh, uh, oh, soup company. Oh, Oxford Dictionary now sponsored by Campbell's Soup. That's good news. See, I, I, I'm solving problems here. Uh, here. Just an idea. I don't mean to blow uh, uh, whatever smoke. I don't need to bring up another phrase. That I don't know what it means, but. Uh, you shouldn't, I don't know if soups and dictionaries mix. Uh, I mean, a great idea on paper, but you get soup on paper, especially dictionary paper. Okay, the dictionary barons are not happy with me. Anyway, so if you're new here, podcast a little bit goofy and silly. It goes off uh, topic, but it's here for when you're under sucky weather, uh, whether it's stormy weather. I'll be, I won't be like uh, someone singing you the song Stormy Weather, but hopefully I'll create the same feeling of, you know, when I hear that song, my shoulders get chill, man. And I say, you know, I want to slink around. And when the weather's stinky, you know, you get, you know, get under your bed, bomb your feet, bomb your head if you wish, uh, get comfortable. I'll be here to keep you company. You know, whether the weather outside is frightful or simply delightful. Uh, it is, you know, there's no place to go but bed. So get comfortable, turn out the lights and press play, as I always say. I'm here to help. I've been there. Uh, sleepless in the deep, dark night, and I want to uh, keep you company while you drift off. Thank you so much for trying this show. And I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. Thanks for coming by. And uh, here's, a, here's a few messages of how we uh, keep this show going. Uh, hey, you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it's a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. Uh, what I'm going to attempt to do is uh, create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, or feelings, or physical sensations, travel, changes in routine or weather, whatever's giving me awake, I'd like to take your mind off that. I'd like to distract you. I'd like to put you at ease and keep you company here. The way I'm going to do it is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, uh, tangents, extra, a lot of talking, Going off topic, but fr- fr- friendly. I'm, I'm friendly. I'm here to help. If you're new, thanks for checking the show out. I'll just tell you right now, it doesn't work for everybody. It's a podcast uh, to be here while you fall asleep. And uh, the structure show, first uh, four or so minutes of business. Uh, then we have an intro. The intros are about 12 minutes because they're a show within a show. Put some people to sleep. Some people listen uh, for their own enjoyment or amusement or... Uh, you know, well, they're putting on lotions and salves and creams and things and bombs, or you know, getting the getting all the covers set up and you know, getting ready for bed. I guess was what I was saying. So, the show starts business, a long intro show, which is you can fall asleep during that, you could skip it, or you could listen to it. And then tonight we'll be talking about. Um, uh, a recent episode of Doctor Who, a re- re- recent episode I viewed, uh, where we actually, this is the first time I said heard someone say Doctor Who. Like, why did you just call it, why don't you get a name? In this episode, it was Spock, uh, was a suggest, suggested name. But here's the thing about uh, the Doctor Who recaps. You don't have to watch Doctor Who. They uh, recaps are just like a bedtime story you would hear as a kid. 
they resemble about as much of uh, Doctor Who as Doctor uh, One, uh, Four, and Seven resemble each other, which I don't know if they do. Uh, but but that's like uh, the numbers that came into my head. You'd say, which episode was Scooch talking about Doctor Who about one? And you say, well, I don't know. Was there ever an episode where they played beach volleyball the whole time? Because uh, it wasn't, I think he was talking about beach volleyball. That won't be this episode, but that could be something to say. Well, so, so okay, I got a question. He's doing it with, uh, does the doctor wear, what does the doctor wear to play beach volleyball? Did you say beach volleyball or beach volleyball? Oh, uh, well, the, both, uh, the doctor wears whatever the doctor wears. Uh, okay. So anyway, th- then I'll talk about doctor who, then we'll have some thank yous at the end. And all told, I'll be here about an hour. And the reason is this is a podcast. You don't really need to listen to it. You could just kind of listen or barely listen, or you could totally listen. I'll be here till the end to keep you company. And that's the other thing. I'll be here to keep you coming to take your mind off of stuff and not necessarily to put you on pressure. There's no pressure to fall asleep. Uh, there's no shoulds, uh, woulds. Or, I mean, there probably are shoulds and woulds and coulds. But, uh, you know, this podcast is just meant to be your companion, your friend, your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar cuz, your boar bestie, or your boar seuss, as I said recently. Uh, to be here as you drift off into dreamland, to, to take your mind off stuff. I think I said that a few times. And the reason is, like, I, I've always had trouble falling asleep. And sometimes people, uh, and I don't think they do it intentionally, uh, but not everybody is always the best at whatever that word, fancy word is for saying, oh, that's legit. Like, like I don't think it's legitimizing feelings because that doesn't really sound... That neither sounds clinical nor uh, uh, it makes me feel good. You say, oh, boy, why don't you come over? We'll do spend the day legitimizing feelings. You say, what is that, like a board game? That No, like a, like a TV movie pilot? Was that one of the board games? Yeah, it was a board game I was going to launch. Uh, it was going to be the next big thing, legitimizing feelings. It was It was more of a card game. Yeah, yeah, you, you like it was all about legitimizing feelings or not, uh, and it was complicated, and it, it didn't launch. I did some play testing. Uh, unfortunately, I did a mag- I, You know, I got worried about asking anybody to do any play testing, so I just play tested with myself, and then I got so competitive with myself that uh, took all the fun out of it. it. Took the joy out of legitimizing feelings. So then I just went back to recording podcast intros. But I don't know, sometimes, like, particularly now when I'm recording, I've got, I have some strong feelings coming up uh, every once in a while. And sometimes I can't even put words into them to describe them. They just say, well, I guess if I describe my feelings, it says, I don't totally feel comfortable being an adult, uh, would be to summarize the blanket term for all the feelings I'm going through. And sometimes people say, give you great advice, like, eh, well, just, you know, suck it up. Uh, okay, okay, get over it. Okay. Uh, you know, maybe they, they give you some more specific. Well, why don't you try to name those feelings? And I said, well, I did. did uh, if I had to name them, I'd say feelings I don't like. Uh, would that be like a Jeopardy category? Because that would be it. Well, no, try to, have you tried to talk to your feelings? You see, what am I, like, uh, Dr. Doolittle or, uh, of the feelings? No, I just want to um, tell you what, I'd just like to get rid of these feelings is what I'd like to. Well, you can't just get rid of them. you got to deal with Oh, do, okay, have you dealt with your feelings? Well, believe me, I was dealing out a game of legitimizing feelings earlier, and that's where all these feelings came from because then I said another part of me was counting the cards. And then a third part of me was uh, watching my dealing with dis- dissatisfaction. And then I realized that, that, that I was like supposed to be doing something else more productive than playtesting a game uh, that could have legitimately changed legitimizing feelings and just board gaming. So, yeah, now I have these feelings that are like... Uh, Oh, so have you? So you haven't dealt with them. You're, are you avoiding your? I say, okay. 
enough with it. Like, what if there was a world where where we just said, "Whoa, that sounds tough." Uh, we tell tell me how does it feel? I don't know. It feels like being an adult, kind of. Oh yeah, I know, I know that. I do, and I do. I could say, I guess I could say, maybe this is how a game of this is why legitimizing feelings and launch. Uh, say, wow, that's uh, sorry. That's uh, being an adult is tough. Uh, it can feel that way for sure. It can see it in your face. And uh, strangest thing that we're adults and somehow it kind of says, when the heck did uh, I see? Yeah, I hear you. Well, how about we, why don't you deal out, what's that game there? You, what do you play test in a game? Tell me more. Well, yeah, I don't want to, uh, uh, no, 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 not that game, the other one. Oh, yeah, this game is called uh, Napkin Crash. Uh, it's actually, this is a real good game. Uh, to, to Like, uh, I take a napkin, I used a napkin, so it's also a way to uh, repurpose, uh, not super used, uh, moderately used napkins. And I crumble them up, and then I pretend they're planets uh, or asteroids. I call them asteroids. And then I kind of have them crash into each other, and then I pretend. Oh, so are there any rules to the game? Oh, there's a couple rules, yeah. There are some rules that, like, uh, slightly used napkin. I guess napkin that wouldn't be termed gross. Uh, That's one rule. Don't use a new napkin because would we, you know, then we'd have feelings about that. Uh, no, just no rules. Just have fun and uh, pretend. Uh, usually I make space noises like, uh, uh, I guess it's less of a game, more of a pastime. Uh, oh, wow. I like it. I like it. I can see. Uh, does it feel good when you crash the uh, napkin asteroids into one another? It does feel pretty good. Why don't you go ahead and, when I take over, even though you're you and I'm you, you crash those, and I'll take the rest of the intro from here. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, you like, uh, it's too much time, people telling you, what you know, go ahead and do, just enjoy playing with those napkins. Hey, Scoots here. Uh, another version of Scoots, almost the same, but I'm not kidding. I, I've been legitimized, so I feel a little bit, or whatever the fancy word is, when you say, it's not vindicated either. I'm not sure what that feeling is where you say, wow, those are, uh, I almost had it. it, it like, it's like not vindicated, legitimized, or acknowledged, uh, validated. That's the one. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I feel a little validated. I validated my buddy over there. So I'm a little bit more chill, and I didn't even stop the recorder or nothing. And it's really the role the podcast may serve is to take your mind off stuff, uh, to offer you a distraction. You say, well, why don't you put the playtesting aside and just to crumble up some used napkins. And uh, you could even do napkin racing or uh, listen to a goofy bedtime story because I know how it feels uh, when you can't sleep, whatever the reason is. I don't know. I, I like, uh, I say, hmm, wow. Uh, that's, uh, uh, let me see if I can help. And the way I help is to tell, uh, uh goofy rambling bedtime stories, or in this case, a uh, barely resemblable, uh, version of, uh, you want to talk about validating, I guess in some sense, I'm invalidating the sensible plots of Dr. Who. Uh, but not really, because I, I do enjoy the show, and that's what uh, the secret sauce is. Uh, the, you know, I enjoy the, the episodes are so full that I can really, um, you know, make them fuzzy and sleepable. Uh, so I'm glad you're here. I guess uh, that's the main thing, and I hope I can help uh, carry off into dreamland. I appreciate you coming by. It takes a few tries of the podcast to put for people to say, what is this thing, and will it work for me? Uh, but I hope it works for you, uh, and that's it. I really work hard. I strive and I yearn to help you fall asleep, so thanks again for coming by. Good night. Uh, hey, you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to attempt to do the rest. Uh, what I'm going to try to do 
is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, or physical sensations, uh, time, temperature, travel, uh, someone else is at me, someone else is traveling, changes in work schedule, whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to distract you from that. I'd like to uh, create a safe place, uh, like I said, where you can relax, uh, where bedtime maybe feels a little bit less uh, serious, a little bit less intense. Uh, reclaim your bed or your bedtime is someplace where you can unwind instead of saying, what the frick, I just want to close my eyes and go to sleep already. Uh, or, you know, if it's the middle of the night that you can find a comfort, you know, voice, uh, once you get used to my creaky dulcet tones, you say, okay, this is my boyfriend, uh, so I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use uh, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, tangents, like whatever that is. Uh, words, I think I, that's word. That's not word stumbles. Uh, that's letter stumbles. Sometimes I stumble on words. Uh, other times it's right on the letter. I think who? what's the most stumbling, like what letter causes the most stumbles? I'll cross my fingers. Hopefully we'll remember that because I have a couple... I don't want to make an ass out of you and me, uh, letters, uh, but, uh, I don't think any of those ones are very trippy. I mean, maybe the you, we'll come back to it. Uh, but if you're new here, let me give you a couple of things. Like, I'm glad you're here. I hope this podcast can help. Thanks for checking it out. Uh, structurally, the show starts with like uh, four to five, six minutes of business. That's how we keep all the archives free and keep the podcast coming out twice a week. Uh, then we have an intro, which was it is about 12 minutes, and we're in the middle of it. And it's kind of a show within a show to help you fall asleep for some people, for new people to make you feel welcome or to earn your trust, as I said. And for regular listeners, I don't know, regular listeners use it all different ways. And then we'll have a story. Uh, tonight, instead of it, it'll be like a story. It's a, a board game unboxing uh, like an unboxing video, but without the video, without the excitement, like the furious unwrapping and unboxing, that doesn't happen. Uh, without the, like, looking, you know, without the seeing of, the, like, shine, it will just be, uh, I'll just be going through a new game I just picked up, uh, a card, like a card game. And, uh... That'll be about 45, 50 minutes, and then we'll have uh, some thank yous and good nights at the end. So all told, I'll be here about an hour. Even though it's a podcast, it's a podcast you don't really need to listen to it. Now, you can. So if you can't sleep, uh, there's other listeners out there that are listening to the show for company in the deep, dark night. I'm here all the way to the end. Uh, so I'll be here to keep you company, but you really don't need to listen to me if if you, if you don't want to. Or if you want to try out, like, barely listening to me. And ideally, my voice, even if the speaker or the headphones stay in the same place, my voice starts to get at a distance and, you know, you drift away. That would be great. Uh, but whatever works. Uh, there's some listeners that listen in the middle of the night. There's some listeners that listen all night. Uh, and I'm just here to give the show uh, the best shot I can. And it's not really to put you to sleep so much as to be here while you fall asleep, uh, to be your company, uh, to be your friend in the deep, dark night, a friend you don't need to listen to. You can say, hmm, uh, interesting. What, what, what were you, what were you going to try to do next, Scoots? Oh, thanks, Brain. Uh, what I like to do is, with the intro, is create a metaphor for how the podcast works or why it works. Because uh, I'm not really sure. I think the podcast is like I get the saying mixed up. Is it a sum? Is the sum of the parts greater than the whole, or is the whole greater than some of the parts? Uh, whichever one of those fits is what the one I would would say in that situation. But what I was thinking is, a lot of times I stumble over my words uh, when I make this show. But just back, like whatever that was, three minutes ago, I actually was stumbling over the letters, and I never have thought about this. Uh, I think I just stumbled over the letters in letters because uh, it sounded like I said leathers. And I guess I didn't realize how quick, close those two words sounded anyway. But it, it's like, oh, wait, sometimes I don't stumble over my words. I'm stumbling over the individual letters. And if you're walking, 
Or in my case, your brain kind of walks anyway. It tries to walk. Believe me, my brain's tried to walk out so many times. Uh, I've given, I say, yeah, yeah. Once again, don't let, you know, just like uh, there was a doctor who upsilled like that. I said, okay, I'll see you. You know, don't don't forget to bring some beans with you or something. Yeah, but I say, like, what words are you most likely to stumble over? Because, uh, you know, I think if you're, like, when I'm talking and with this podcast, I am kind of trying to monitor my audio, uh, keep it sleepy and meandering, monitor my pace. So I say, hey, I'm right here with you, right in your ears, keep you company. And so in some some place, like, it's hard to visualize this, but I am actually walking on my words, uh, which you say, no wonder, uh, and I can hear uh, one of my phonics teachers saying, well, no, you never had any respect for phonics. Uh, you were always walking all over your words. And I say, actually, yeah, in my phonics book, I walked on that a few times, not even on purpose, just because I left it. Uh, and then it came in from playing in the mud. And the first thing in my way was my phonics book. Uh, uh, so think about it if you're like talking or walking, if they were the same thing and you're walking along these words, uh, just like I'm talking now. Uh, which ones would be most likely to trip us up uh, in, let's see, what are those called? Uppercase and lowercase words, right? Like in A, either way, depending on your speed, for the most part, like in, in a lowercase A has that little bend. So I'd say, well, that one, uh, it wouldn't, it could trip you, but it's it's more of like a bump. Uh, so most more than unlikely. And then a capital A, Probably not, because you'd have to climb over it anyway, or you'd jump it. Now, if you had to, like, that's maybe this is why they came up with capital. It, like, uh, it, probably not the most likely theory, but uh, if a capital A was in the middle of a word, you could trip right over it. That would be, they'd say, who put this capital A here? It's, uh, this is not a good idea. Somebody's going to trip over it. Okay, so B, again, I think a lowercase B, you'd more likely, like, use that, um, like vault over it or you'd bump into it versus tripping over it. And again, capital B, uh, probably just bump into it, uh, or like get up and slide down. Uh, C I'd say a C like uppercase C, not trouble. Let's, let's just stick with lowercase letters. Cause that's usually like, usually I'm tripping in the middle of a sentence anyway. And we got however, I don't know how many letters are in the alphabet, but we don't have all night. Uh, a lowercase, a C you could trip over, uh, but like I'd say that's in the more like possible, but not like uh, more possible than likely, or no, less uh, like more possible than unlikely, but not likely. Uh, a, B, C, D, a D you definitely, just like a B, bump into it. Now you could... Uh, it could, like, if you're really, like, don't walk around letters, like, on your phone, because uh, if it's at the start of a word, you could, like, bump your shin on it and then bump into the upper part of it. So don't use your phone when you're walking on letters either. Like, don't text and walk on letters or in general. It, this is, like, a simple, this isn't a bit, like, this is just part of my dyslexia. So I can't uh, jump in the middle of the alphabet. So A, B, C, D, E. E, I'd say, I don't know if it's the biggest offender, but that one's a tripper. Because uh, even if you think you're going to step over it or on it, you could get it caught under that you know, awning or whatever you want to call it and get your foot in there, and then you're going to take a tumble. So E, uh, put it on the list. Uh, first letter on the list is E. No offense, E. You're just a, you're, you're a, you're, I mean, no offense, e, you're a menace uh, to those of us walking. I got to get through the whole alphabet. F, you'd bump into A, B, C, D, E, F, G. A G could be trippy, but more likely that's like a rock you'd step on. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. H, uh, bump into. I, uh, definitely put that in the trip list. So maybe these vowels, uh, H, I, J, that's a tripper, because uh, it's just an I with a hook on the bottom. J, J, K, you'd bump into, or I would, uh, but I wouldn't trip over it. It's a whole different podcast opening. Letters I bump into on a regular basis. I say, hey, sorry about that, Kay. No, sorry. I just wasn't looking where I was going. And they say, my, you have beautiful eyes. Uh, 
K-H-I-J-K-L, bump into that one, H-I-J-K-L-M. M's pro- M and N are probably, uh, they could be, you could skin a knee on an M because you might think you're over the first hump and then uh, the second one. But if you put your foot fully on an M, I think you're going to be fine. Same with an N. Like, if you're kind of paying attention, uh, I'd say those are in the, like, uh, like higher than a 50% chance of me tripping over, but not in the, the level of an E or an I or a J. What letter were we on, by the way? M, N, L, M. Oh, I missed a bunch of them, didn't I? A, B, C, F, G, H, A, J, K, L, M, N, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O. O could be, I'd say O is in the six, 65% of tripping over, but not a menace. Like I labeled those other poor letters. Uh, L, M, L, M, N, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. Uh, P, I'd put it like with an O because it's an uh, element of P, Q. I would say Q is more likely than a P because just the uh, the round part is facing you. Maybe a Q and a P are pretty uh, trip, trippable. Q, element of A, B, C, F, G, H, J, K, element of P, Q, R. R is definitely, because uh, you might not see it, kind of like one of those uh, faucet things. Uh, really take out your shins. Uh, wear shin guards if you're uh, going through a lot of R's. R, S, S is definitely one to watch out for. Uh, probably not, uh, I'd probably say, uh, like, E, uh, I, J, S, uh, J, K, L, Q, R, S, T, now, you, that's the number one offender, no offense you, uh, but you, you are, uh, along with some of these other ones, uh, T, U, V, uh, W, X, Y, and Z, all of those, uh, the whole end of the alphabet, don't walk near it. I never thought about that till this moment in my life. Uh, who would have thought I had to live that long to say, oh, not all the letters. Are, you can walk on some letters, but don't go near the end of the alphabet unless you're really paying attention, along with E, I, J, and maybe some of the other letters I forgot. But then when you get to uh, S, uh, then, you know, you bump into, you trip on an S, you bump into a T, and then who knows how you make it all the way to Z. And then at Z, at least Z's shaped so you could like like lean over on Z and put your whole body on it and say, how did I get here? I think there's a, uh, uh, like a upside down V stuck in my cheek of my fanny here. Let me pull that out. Uh, I was hoping it was Cupid's bow, but it's just a V I tripped over. Anyway, oh, back to the podcast. Uh, sorry about that. That's a pretty long meandering intro. Take your mind off stuff. I posit that uh, that was both ridiculous and reasonable because you you know you know this is the kind of stuff I I do the thinking about because it's totally unnecessary uh, to wonder what letters are the most trippable. But when you think about it, you say, well, he kind of has a point. Uh, I don't find I don't think I'll find myself. Uh, in a in in anywhere in human history, except uh, like uh, preschool, uh, walking on letters, or maybe like some uh, I don't know, maybe some other thing. You know, maybe the world will change and we'll be walking on letters, and then scoots will probably be like uh, not putting people to sleep. He'll be, uh, you know, like he'll be the kid president's the assistant to the kid president. Uh, but for now, I'll just use my power to take your mind off stuff because you say, well, okay, I do, yeah, I wouldn't want to have to step over an X because who knows, like, uh, might as well just step over a pricker bush, you know, like you say, or V or W, like, just be careful around those letters, please. Uh, uh, why? Because you got to also watch out for the U, the J, the I, and the E. And that's why I'm here to help. Uh, you know, a little bonus info about stepping around letters or over them. Uh, but I'm glad you're here. Uh, give this podcast a few tries. It doesn't work for everybody, but for most people it works for it. takes a few times. Uh, I appreciate you coming by. And I really hope and I yearn to help you fall asleep, all right? Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome 
This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, the pitter-patter of rain or little feet or dog feet, uh... I guess dogs feet go pitter pat. They go pitter 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 pat pitter pitter patter patter or pitter patter pitter patter or pitter patter pitter patter. I guess depends on your dogs, and it could you know you could have a dog that that doesn't have, you know that's like a pitter pitter patter or something. I don't know. What was I talking about? Oh, it's the intro of the show. So uh, I'm here to create a safe place where you could set aside. Whatever's keeping you awake. I'm going to smooth it out. I'm going to pat it down. I might do some pittering. Like, can you pitter with your hands or can you only pat? You can pat. Because uh, you don't say I'm going to patter you. You say I'll, I'll pat you on the back. When actually, maybe you could, how's it? That, may, that might be a new thing we could come back to. Like uh, pittering and pattering without the feet. Uh, let's get the, those words more, like more usage already, right? Okay, but I'm going to create a safe place. I'm, I'm right now, but until I introduce these new theories of the language, I'm going to pit, like uh, I'm going to smooth and pat it down. I'm going to fluff. I'm going to puff, uh, puff it up. Uh, I'm going to try to really earn your trust if you're new here. I'm also going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, it tangents to places people would never even you say. Why, what do we do? Like, uh, you're going to really, the second half of the intro, you're going to talk about pitter-pattering, huh, Scoots? I don't know. I may be so distracted. I may start talking about it now, Scoots. Are we talking to each other in the third and fourth person or the second and the third? I don't know, Scoots. It might be the first person and in the eighth person because there's so many people up there. I got to get back to the first person of podcasting, which is my listener here. Excuse me. So I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm using lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, all that to uh, take your mind off whatever's keeping you awake, as I kind of said, to keep you company, to be your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar cuz, your boar sib, your boar bud, your boar bestie, uh, as we say in the boar bestie, as we say in the people who collect puffy stickers and clip on emoji heads or whatever is the thing nowadays, uh, forever. Yeah, but if you're new, here's the structure show. First uh, four minutes or so of show business. That's how we keep the show and all the archives free. Uh, then there's an intro. Intros are around 12 to 14 minutes, and that's a show within a show and uh, where I kind of try to explain what the podcast is. Some listeners get ready for bed during the intros. Some listeners skip the intro. Uh, some listeners fall asleep during the intro. So there's different ways to use it. And you can't really lose it, uh, so uh, so that's the intro. It's like kind of like a monologue. I mean, where I, where I try to talk about one thing, how the podcast works, realize I don't quite understand how it works. And then I try to create a metaphor so I'll understand why the podcast works. And then here we are. Uh, so that's the intro. Then it will be a little more business uh, between the intro and the story. And then we'll have a bedtime story. Tonight will be our uh, modular episodic series, uh, which is a, a new thing. Super advanced, super technology, technologically advanced. Uh, it's a serial delivered episodically in modular format, audio by audio. And that'll be about 45, uh, 50 minutes. And then we'll have some thank yous at the end of the show. So all told, I'll be here for around an hour to keep you company. You're under no pressure to listen, though. Uh, you just kick back. You can kind of listen. Just like if I, just if, uh, you know, some, if you're a grandparent, I think the, the te- like the, if you said, who loves the pitter-pattering of little feet? Uh, if you said, who loves the pitter-pattering of little feet? You'd say grandparents do. Uh, parents do like four or five days, four or five mornings a year, uh, only, you know, between the hours of 7 a.m. and like 9 a.m. And uh, the, 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 the feet probably love the pittering and the pattering. 
Uh, but let me get, uh, what was I talking about? Okay, so that's the bedtime story. Oh, you don't need to listen to me. I think I was making that clear. Just like you would kind of listen. I guess that's the thing. The grandparents, they only have to kind of listen to the pitter-pattering of little feet. If you're a parent, you got to say, what's that pitter-pattering of feet doing? Did I just hear, did I just hear a step? Like, cause then you got to listen for them to move the stepping stool or a chair. And you say, okay, I got to get out of bed now and deal with this. Uh, it went from pitter-pattering to stool-moving. Uh, so, But a grandparent, they could say, oh, those kids are pitter-pattering around up there. Oh, I love them so. Uh, good thing their parents are in charge. I wonder what time I'll buy them candy. Uh, if you're listening, kids, that's what, like, uh, that's what imaginary grandparents are for, real candy. Uh, sorry, grandparents. I don't mean to put those. Those only the imaginary ones that live in my brain. Okay, where were? Oh, so oh, you don't need to listen to me. I, I think I said that twice, uh, and I think I even made it more clear there. So you're under no pressure to listen. You're also under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour to keep you company, and like uh, be your friend in the deep dark night, to be your companion, to walk at your side, rambling. Uh, going on tangents while you drift off into dreamland. And you can fall asleep at any time. I'll be here the whole time giving it my all because there's some of you out there that can't fall asleep. And I'm going to be here because I am committed to being your boyfriend, to being here for you, uh, to taking your mind off of stuff, to keeping you company. And, you know, lower the intensity for you. Say, oh, yeah, that's a little bit better, Scoots. Uh, you say, hey, here's how you can make pitter-pattering. Just say, hey, put some socks on. That'll that'll lower the pittering and the pattering. But I was thinking about it because, like, usually, as far as I know, that's the only time. Actually, I, I, I would assume those are words, but, it, it, like, uh, could you use pitter in that game? What's that game called? Words with Friends or Scrabble. And I say this, I said this in another intro. I can't play those games. I have dyslexia, so I can't, but... Uh, I think I could P-I-T-T-E-R, Pitter. And I guess it would have, you could say, well, that's one whose career is removing pits uh, or hobby. Yeah, they're a Pitter. And also it's, you know, half of Pittering pattering. It's the sound of uh, one, one foot hitting the ground uh, in the forest. Uh, the sound of one foot hitting the floor. Without, it can, can there be a Pitter without a patter? Can there be a patter without a pitter? I guess you'd say, yeah, Scoots, what do you do for hobbies? Well, I'm a pitter. Uh, yeah, stone fruits, uh, I, I take them, I spit them. I, you know, I, like, you know, I just I, I eat a, a, a stone fruits and I spit their pits uh, only one or two a day. So I don't know if it's a hobby or pastime or just something I do. It's meditative, uh, pit, pitting. I'm a pitter. Yeah, I'm starting a new, like, I was going to start, I was going to try to read, what happened was, uh, let me tell you this story, you know, sit on down and get comfortable, how I became a pitter. Originally, I had envisioned pittering and pattering being a new form of uh, relaxation for people, you know, for, instead of patting someone on the back, you say, well, I'm not going to pat you on the back, I'm going to pitter-patter you, which is a bit like, uh, you know, there's those, like, uh, karate chop motions that they do on cartoons. And then there's padding saying, hey, it's going to be okay. I'm here to help you fall asleep. Uh, pittering is pitter-pattering, or, or you could just say, I was hoping it would become a thing. Like, and you say, pitter, you know, are you going to pitter me tonight? You say, yeah, sure. It's two fingers, your uh, middle finger and your index finger. And you're just pitter-pattering, pitter-patter, pitter-patter. Left fingers, right fingers. Or you could patter-pitter. And it's really good when it's raining because uh, there's nothing like the pitter-patter of rain while you're pitter-pattering someone. And I, I, but I guess there's this thing called tapping. And they said, that's already a thing, Scoots. You can't. And I said, well, which would you? Th- this is just for the back only, though. And uh, like it'd be pitter-pattering. You'd say, hey, uh, I, I, think it, I think it's kind of like, uh, what's the word with non-romantic, platonic? Uh, you'd say that's very platonic, p- pitter-pattering. Uh, just like platonic friends can pat each other on the back. Uh, you'd say, well, massage, like, 
but I could pitter patter. You know, I could give you a little pitter, a little patter. And, you know, a great way to teach soothing. And they said, do you know anything about any of that stuff uh, other than, and I said, well, no, I know my, I said, I know I'm sick of the words. I said, I spoke to pitter and patter. And also I thought about anybody that wants to name, anybody that has a pair of pets, uh, name them pitter and patter. I mean, it can't go, you really can't go wrong. Uh, or if you're thinking about getting a, you know, name your first pet pitter, then you can get a pat, 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 patter. And then you'll be the petter. You know, how about that? Pitter, patter, you're the petter. Uh, but yeah, so that's not a go. Pitter, pattering doesn't become a thing. Because otherwise it's just very, uh, those words, they need, a, they need a break, man. They Like other than kids running around on the second floor, like Todd, that's it. That's all they have, pitter and patter. I mean, maybe, hopefully I could get 10 or 12 people to name their pets after them. But otherwise, it's just when kids are running around or metaphorically say, soon you'll be hearing the pitter and patter of little feet. Uh, and the only people that use that is grandparents uh, or people at showers. And I don't know, those words just said, hey, Scoots, how about it? Actually, they paid me a sponsorship fee. This episode sponsored by the words pitter and patter. Uh, also, look it up in a Scrabble dictionary. Make sure we can use those words. Uh, I don't think they use any unique uh, P-I-T-T-E-R patter. Yeah, probably. I mean, you get, at least you get two T's in there uh, either way. Uh, but, yeah, so that's what happened. I thought that that was going to become a new thing, and it didn't take off. Uh, so then I said, well... Uh, I said, listen, Pitter Patter, sit down. We got to talk. I said, Patter, uh, I think you're going to be okay, Patter, because you you just say you're a back patter. You're patting people on the back. You actually have some other usages uh, out there in the world. You just just have to keep it. Here's what I need you to do, Patter. Start monitoring global usage of your word. And write a gratitude journal. And anytime someone says back patter or patterer or they say back patting, maybe we could start to, you know, expand it a little. But I think you're, you've got more usage than we know. So why don't you keep a gratitude journal every night of your extra usages? Uh, and I'll get back to you. Pitter. Oh, boy. I've thought about this because I didn't want to let either one of you down. But I said, Pitter, you never, I don't know if you're, 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 you get usage uh, or used uh, other than, like, uh, I feel you. Come on in, come on in, come on in, Pitter. This is, by the way, Pop, not to get meta, but this is, uh, I don't know if this is the first time I've embraced a word on the air. But this is a really intimate moment. Come on in, Pitter. Uh, let me hold you here. Let me, pat, you know, I do a sleep podcast, so that's why I'm good at uh Word snuggling. Yeah, come on in. Let me pat your back. I'll do, I can do some pitter and pattering. Where, where, where do you have the most tension? In the, in the, do you have two T's in your word? Because I can see those would probably gather a lot of tension. Well, listen, pitter, I have a plan, uh, for you. So, like, I'm just going to, okay, so yeah, come on, sit down next to me. Here's what I'm thinking. I'm going to start, uh, spitting stone fruit, uh, uh, see, I guess they're called seeds. I don't know. They're, you know, like apricots, uh, apricots, nectarines are my favorite, plums. You know, they have pollots, and, and uh, they have a lot of new ones, too. And the great thing about stone fruit is no one's, like with other fruit, they say, hey, get rid of those seeds. They get on my nerves. Uh, but I think stone fruit, the seeds are so big, and they kind of give you a locust point, and... People enjoy them, like sucking on them and spitting them. And I think there's a good chance we could make that a hobby, uh, pitting. And you say, I'm a pitter. And it might take a while, but, you know, every once in a while I do something that catches on. And I could just tell people, like, whew, I'm so relaxed just spitting these. Like, I'm just going to go to farmer's markets. We could hire some other people to go to farmer's markets. And we'll sit there and we'll we'll take the samples of the stone fruits and, you know, B-Y-O-S-T, or whatever, but we'll bring our own stone fruits if we need to. 
and will spit them into receptacles uh, or into fields. Uh, how's, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I think it's exciting. It's going to take some time, but I can see you have patience because you really, no offense, you don't have any other options other than, other than toddlers and grandparents. Uh, like this way, it'll give you some independence better. I think you've wanted a life of your own for a while now. And I'm I'm gonna try and empower that, and and you know we're not gonna leave Patter behind. Also, pretty soon there's gonna be tons of different pets like named Pitter and Patter. But yeah, so then people say, "Scoots, what are you doing?" I say, "I'm a Pitter." I won't say spit in pits. Uh, oh boy, actually that sounds pretty good. So, Pitter, hold on, I'm spitting pits uh, because I'm a Pitter. Maybe I'll say I'm a Pitter who spits pits. Uh, uh, I may say, I, I'm sorry, Pitter. I may have to say, I'm, what are you doing? I'm, pit, I'm Pitter. I'm spitting pits. What does it look like I'm doing? We'll see. Uh, I think it'll be, I think it'll work out. I got to get back to the podcast. So Pitter, excuse me. Sorry, folks. That was a little, like that was a tangent. I had to help out those words. And if you're new here, I would just posit that maybe that distracted you from whatever was keeping you awake. And, uh, you know, maybe by me comforting those words, uh, by pitter-pattering on their backs, uh, maybe it put you at ease and, and maybe you barely smiled. Maybe you fell asleep <laughs> or he said, hey, I've had worse bedtimes than this. Uh, so give the podcast a few tries. I've been there. That's why I make this show because I have issues sleeping and I have since I was a kid. So I really want to help you out. This is the only way. It doesn't work for everybody. Uh, give it a few tries. That's what everybody says. Uh, but I really hope it does help you out. Because uh, uh, I, I, I work very hard on this show. Uh, I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep. Thanks again for coming by.